This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. China has been playing very low-key ahead of the U.S. election. That is not likely to change immediately after it. Beijing realizes that they are the source of COVID-19, so will be given blame for that. They certainly could have handled that better. Former Iowa governor who served as ambassador to China, Terry Branstead, says that they sat too long on the virus information that we needed about the pandemic, and I believe him. Regardless, China was going to be used as a punching bag by both sides in this election cycle anyway. That's not new. They were blown over by the Donald J. Trump's trade policy and saw phase one as a welcome alternative to an all-out trade war. Trump responded to the blowback here from the tariffs imposed on China by agreeing to phase one as an interim trade respite to get past our election. He has said that he is no longer happy with phase one given the China virus. So after the election, all bets are off if he is re-elected about where this goes next. The WTO ruled our tariffs invalid and 3,500 U.S. companies have sued the administration that the last round of tariffs violated our law. I expect that all will be ignored. Farmers got paid tariff relief, ACHs, to compensate for lost markets. It doesn't work well that way, but we all accepted the funds. Farmers also got the phase one trade deal where China is supposed to buy $36.5 billion in egg commodities annually. China got off to a slow start on this year's purchases, and Ag Secretary Sunny Produce says that they may not make it, but appeared to be trying. That appears to be an accurate assessment. I think that China will keep buying regardless of election outcome. They did not want to give Trump enough reason to blow up Trade 1 by failing to buy enough commodities that he could claim that they were undermining the agreement and trying to hurt him politically. It's a good thing that soybean prices have recovered to $10 a bushel pre-election at harvest. Cash hog prices are also at the best levels of the year. Trump can take credit and say thank you. China did not want to be an election issue and at least was successful about phase one. I would not hold my breath that relations with China will continue peaceful post-election. Trump advisors are China hawks. And Trump will want China to pay for the damage done to the United States by COVID-19. There are a number of other flashpoints developing and something's likely to create a fire. The fact that China's economy has recovered more quickly than ours irks China hawks here. When Donald J. Trump feels injured, he doesn't forget who he thinks damaged him. If Joe Biden wins the election, I would not expect China to change policies. I'm not sure that U.S. trade policy with China would change all that much either. I think they will keep on or step up phase one purchases in order to buy goodwill with the incoming administration. China has no reason to pick a fight with the United States. Biden has talked tough on China during the campaign because the American public is unhappy with China. A Pew Research poll showed that 78% of Americans had an unfavorable view of China. Biden had focused his campaign on the working man who voted for Trump in 2016. Trump promised to bring back jobs that went to China. That just didn't happen. That was not accomplished with tariffs. All that happened is that they were absorbed into the cost structure and the higher costs were passed on to consumers. Even the trade deficits did not change much. Tariffs were not the tool to deliver the change that Trump was looking for. The pandemic will have an impact on some trade. 
It opened our eyes as to how strategically dependent that we were on China for PPE and other medical supplies. There is consensus that that has to change. Supply chains had developed where and how they could run the most efficiently. In the case of some important products, that is not what should determine their origin. Some things need to be made here for our security and safety. As a general statement, the trade war with China did not result in supply chains, businesses, and jobs relocating here. Some of those supply chains did reorganize our move, but it was to Vietnam, Thailand, Malaysia, Eastern Europe, not here. There are other lower input cost manufacturing countries between China and the United States. We would have to go full out trade war, putting tariffs on products in general, wherever they are made, to force them to be made in the United States. That runs contrary to low cost economics. It also runs contrary to trade in general. The whole idea is buying things where they are the cheapest. That benefited world economic growth for decades and reverting to protectionism would destroy wealth everywhere. America first should be implemented with some common sense. What U.S. businesses loathe the worst is lack of certainty. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.